Welcome in to the Like Father, Like Son Sports Podcast with your hosts, Daryl and Daryl Jackson, where we bring you a weekly roundup of the past, present, and future in the world of sports. For great sports content that you can get at home or on the run, it's time to listen up to a father and his son. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to like Father Like Son Sports Podcast, Season 1, Episode 21. I'm Daryl, and I'm joined by... Daryl! See that, guys? You thought I was going to introduce the show, but nope. You assumed wrong. We tried to flip it around and have fun with it. So, just like we're having fun with this episode, the theme for this episode is going to be what happens when you assume. And we're going to talk about this past week in sports and what's coming up. But as we noticed this past week, made up a lot of assumptions. We thought for sure so many things were going to happen, and they did it. A lot of surprises, especially in the NFL. We're looking forward to talk about that. In college. Correct. Rankings, second rankings of the college football playoff came out this past week. We got a lot to talk about that. A little bit was going on in the NBA and the NHL. But we want to kick it off. Hey, but we also got to remember, just a little slight note there, too, also, it's like college basketball started up. What's some of your thoughts on that uh, okay. to start the season? Actually, Duke looked pretty good there. You know, Coach K's still around. I was thinking that Shire, Shire was... had taken over, over, but maybe he takes over the following season. Yeah, I think so. But, hey, Duke's looking good. Actually, I have to say... Duke's Kentucky looking good in college basketball. Ex- no way. Hey, he got back. This is last season, so maybe yeah. he really wants to go out with a bang. Bring in some good freshmen in, and then I also see Kentucky. Hey, it's a better shooting team in Kentucky. It was a close game. I mean, it was a good one. I think it was 79-71. Who's going to have a better bounce-back season, Duke or Kentucky? I would say Duke, because Duke was down last year. Yeah, so you think that that... Yeah, so because last both, year was actually, an interesting both, year. Yeah, both teams are down. Actually, but I think it should be a both teams should be a, you know, regenerated, you know, and seeing what they can do. And Kansas is right there doing what they did. They beat up on uh, Michigan State, so that was a pretty good game. Exactly that. So we're looking forward to college ball. Obviously, you know, in March, you know what we do. Yeah, we yeah. break that tournament down like crazy. But right, this but it's year, a lot of season between. Exactly, now we're going and to then. be keeping you up because when we started the podcast back in March. We started right into the tournament, right. so we didn't get to cover a lot of what happened going into the tournament. Exactly, but and that's going to be ins and outs different and stuff like this that. year yeah. round. This year, when we conclude this season and then we can start season two, we're going to go back maybe a couple of weeks. I'd say late February, early March. We really want to give you some context going into that tournament, so you can kind of feel like what's happening because that's what happens a lot of times. I think a lot of people go into the tournament, and whether they're successful with the brackets or not, I think a lot of times they they miss what happened. Uh, for those teams getting to where they got to to be able to be in the tournament in the position there. Right, right. And a lot of people just they pick teams by the color of their uniform and stuff like that. We'll give them a little bit more inside information of the conference championships and stuff like that and little hot teams coming in at this, at, and see the power conferences to see where they stand. Exactly that. Well, we just started with college basketball, but we want to continue here with UFC. I talk, we talk a little MMA. We had UFC 268 this past week, a lot of good matchups. Only one that really like stood out to me is because I, I follow fighters. So like I don't follow many, but just a few that stand out to me. But one of the guys I really like is Kamaru Usman. 
the Nigerian nightmare. This guy's just a fun guy to watch. It's a fun guy uh, in terms of the way he trains, the way he talks, the way he prepares. Uh, highly respected. His uh, parents didn't want him to do it, but he did it anyway. He did it. Now, but the only they thing were successful. Because he was successful. The only thing I said, you got to learn just from previous fighters, you don't fight too long. Correct. You fight to a certain place, and once you make your money and, and you, you've established your name, get out of there. That's what uh, Anderson Silva didn't do. Didn't. I liked him uh, years. Yeah, totally and then he agree. got suckered in, and it just ruined him. Exactly. Reputations, career, respect. And it, you, you always look back saying, man, I, I, had, I was good. Right. Just to stop. Yeah, and that's exactly. So that's why I'm looking with uh, Usman is continue to fight because he's in his prime. He's, you know, he can still do it. But there's going to be a time where you say, like, enough is enough. But the, the matchup against Colby uh, Covington, I just, you know, watched some of the highlights of that and looked good. And both fighters looked good. Right. Uh, you know, but it really just comes down to just the, the decision uh, was chosen in favor of Usman. But you could just see, and especially in certain highlights, just his reach was the difference. Mm. You see Covington was jacked up and he kept fighting. But just uh, when you're a little longer, you get a few more shots in there, and you just look like you're the more dominant fighter. Or even if even if it's close and it goes to the cards, you just want to know that you've you've shown everybody that even though there wasn't a knockout in this particular fight, it still was the fact that you are the a best com- and a complete fighter and complete fighter. So we enjoyed it, and uh, we look forward to future coverage uh, in this. And you know, if anybody. Uh, Buys the fight, let us know, and maybe we'll come watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we move on to the NHL. I know we got hockey fans out there. We covered the hockey uh, postseason this past year. Uh, but we also want to just, you know, we want to check in every now and then and just kind of see what's going on, some early storylines within this season and how that builds and leads to the postseason. But um, so far, Dad, I'm going to let you uh, talk here in a second about maybe some things to, to you, but a couple of things that stand out to me. First of all, I say like uh, I say, Southern hockey is hot right now. Florida, Tampa Bay, and Carolina, Carolina. all playing really, really well, uh, leading their their respective teams. Of course, Tampa Bay being the defending two-time champion, but Florida and Carolina trying to have a say in that as well. Uh, what's some things standing out to you so far this season? Hey, well, actually, when you really look at it, you, you hit it on the head. I had a couple things here. A couple things that really stuck out right now is how bad Chicago really is. You know, they fired their coach and stuff like that. Um, and, and in position they're in right now, man, it just seems like, wow, is this really Chicago? You know, you, it's kind of hard to see that um, three wins at this point in time in the season and stuff like nine losses and stuff, I believe. Actually, in reality, I believe they won their last two games after they fired their coach because they were one and nine, one nine and um, two. But the thing is, yeah, Chicago being down the way they are, Montreal surprise, you know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Being in the Stanley Cup final, final, and we can say a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, that just has something to do with uh, the fact that they got hot at the right time. Toronto definitely should have won. All those things are kind of true. But, you know, but one player, year, let me just say something on this, and I'm going to let you continue to right. count, is Demis and Carey Price. Yeah. I know he had to take some time off, some you know mental health, personal concerns. Uh, we hear that he's coming back, which is great. But the team, of course, just feeds off his leadership and what he does in goal. And I think that um, they're, they're really looking forward to him coming back. And I think that that could spark the team. So it's still early in the season, but hopefully Price can be there sooner than later to uh, get them back on track. Also, Vegas is, is, is a like disappointment. Very disappointing. It seemed like the way they play it now, we should have been when it was an expansion team. Speaking about an expansion team, 
a lot of people are like, is there another team in there? Yeah, Seattle Krakens. The Seattle Kraken. Yeah, so that's something else. And of else. course, they're in last place, and we right. would ex- you would expect, they expect that. It because when, the way they drafted was different. They drafted younger players and stuff to get themselves set up for you know two to three years away. So that's Correct. how they drafted their players. Because they had a chance to get Carey Price. Right. But they decided not to. They wanted to go in a different direction. Also, like you were saying, like how like the Southern tier teams are like this. But I'm really happy to see that Calgary and Edmonton is really playing well, along with those three, you know, Southern teams. When you say Florida, Carolina, you know, and playing well. And hey, something in mid out in the Midwest, um, Minnesota Wild. That's exact. You're you're going right where I'm at. Um, Minnesota just playing really really well. Uh, young team, they you know they took Vegas seven games last year, uh, didn't advance past that point. But you can just look at the just the heart uh, on that team and how they played, and uh, they definitely could be making moves going forward. You know, I'm yeah, as, as you all know, I'm in. I do fantasy hockey just to get to know names of players and kind of mm. get to see who's who. But you see a lot of good guys out there like Matt Zuccarello, um, uh, Marcus Foligno, uh, Ryan Hartman. Just um, it's a young team on on a rise, and uh, look forward to see what they're going to do this season. But just like you said about Edmonton, you know this is a team that like when we saw them losing a postseason last year, I just felt like the talent was just too high on this team. Yeah, you got guys, of course, like um, the great Connor McDavid, Leon Drysail, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Darnell Nurse. You just expect these guys to play um, and, and win. And of course, I'm going to learn more of their teams as they go along. But they're they're finally doing what we expect. Being in that top spot in the Western Conference, and hopefully that continues throughout the season because they're a, a great team. St. Louis has just shown a, um, a uh, way of staying at the top. Exactly. You know, after winning the Stanley Cup, you know they haven't won since, but they're still always in the, the throw of things. And so, right. Yeah, and I just overall with the hockey, I just like how the divisions are broken down in the four um, com- divisions within the conferences. It's really interesting how they did that and stuff like that. It seemed like they have their stuff. A little bit more set up, you know, but right? To for for good parity. Yeah, yeah. It's the way really it good. Set, yeah. sets up with sixteen teams per conference, eight teams per division, and then of course the way the postseason set up. We talked about that uh, a couple of months ago in the summer. How we like the way that that's that, that adds intrigue to right. uh, the matchups going forward. True. So, so uh, yeah, so we we like what we're seeing. We'll keep you posted. Uh, enjoy hockey. Get the channels. You watch the games, and uh, we're gonna tune in what we can as well. And enjoy that. But and we shift over to the other winter sport. Uh, once the uh, ice is covered up, you get that NBA hardwood. What you see so far in the season? Oh, well, you know, when we're looking at the teams, it's like, um, hey, well, Brooklyn is a team that I think is going to go, look, you know, even without Kyrie playing and stuff, like I think Brooklyn is um, doing what they need to do, man. This is like, um, at this point, Philadelphia is, t- is, is on top at this point in time. But... You know, like I think Brooklyn started off really um, slow, and but now they gained their momentum. You know, they're like a half a game behind. Actually, I'm surprised the Knicks is actually playing well. You know, I thought last year was something that they couldn't score, but they're doing enough scoring to get them where they're at at this point in the Atlantic Division. Now, the teams that you got to look let's out. Talk, let's let's stay in the Atlantic. Yeah. Um, first of all, just for the heck of it, who's coming back first, Simmons or Kyrie or neither? Or in, or who gets traded first? Like, how do you see that playing out? Wow, teams yeah. are doing good without the guys, but exactly. do you feel like man, you can get something would even make you better. Yeah, well, that's that's the problem. There is like these guys are really talented in certain aspects. It's like, is it in their heads and stuff like that? Especially when you talk about Simmons. But um, 
And then you have, like you said, we, we're dealing with people who have confusion, mental illnesses and stuff. And we don't never want to take that light. But these are like guys that could really help their teams if they play to their full potential. But at this point in time, it's just not happening that way. But um, I, I think um, Brooklyn is seeing that they can move on without them and Philadelphia also. I mean, they have lapses and stuff when you don't have a, um, a bead in the lineup like the other night when they lost to New York and stuff like that and didn't realize that a bead and I believe Curry wasn't in the lead. And they have four guys out. And it was a closer game than you expected, but it just shows you their ability with Philadelphia without Simmons. Correct. Now, um, the disappointment in that division, though, is it has Bo- to be Boston. Last place, and Toronto's playing well. Yeah, but Toronto um, but, is like kind of but rebuilding. But Toronto's what you don't, ex- you don't have any expectations. Right. But Boston, you do. So far, four and six. Yeah, really dis- disappointing. Right. Hopefully, they can improve upon that. Um, shift to the Central Division. What, oh, do, you, what do you notice hey, so far? Sur- hey, you got to be surprised with Chicago. Chica- no, I wouldn't say surprised with Chicago because Chicago had to You did expect down. Chicago to play well. Right. But the thing is, I think in, in the Central there, Cleveland stepping up. What they're doing, and Milwaukee. I talked to my buddy about that real quick. Um, Rubio is helping them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have because it's a young right. team. You need some veterans, right? And you got like Garland, young guy doing right. well and stuff like. And but the thing, Mobley, right now he's probably at this point rookie of the year. Oh my goodness! Yeah, because the, the guy looks putting up numbers and he's just consistently doing. He what looks he like he's doing. been in the league for ten years. And Jared Allen's a really good center. Yeah, so it's it's twin towers, right? Uh, for, they for, play side to side. That's what's going on there. It's like, you know, finally fantasy switched that thing over, which was happy that they put him in as a power four. I saw that. It's yeah, good for you. which it was good to see. That made it big. Um, it was like, hey, how, who do I play each game and stuff like that. What's going so, on with the Bucks? Oh, Bucks are just, whew, They made a lot of, they got different players and they're just not playing well. Right, just kind of like a championship You know, punk. it's like they went on that run at the end. Giannis carried them through. But then, you know, they had those hiccups just before the play, playoff was starting that you, people were having with skimmish and seeing what they do. And even in the first few rounds before they got to the finals, they didn't look that good. You know, I mean, Atlanta stretched them out for a while there. So Yeah, um, of course, Gra- uh, Grayson Allen's playing good for them. Kind of yeah. took the sp- uh, minutes that P.J. Tucker had because P.J. Tucker right. was in Miami. But he's a better, much better shooter, so it helps him out. So it helps him out. Yeah. Um, but uh, DiVincenzo should be back at some point, you're yeah. thinking? Yeah. So that would definitely help. And then, you know, maybe... And another team that's really disappointing is Indiana. I don't understand them. Yeah, they, they seem disjointed. And, yes. Who's the real leader and director of that team? Of course, the bonus is your best player, but they just seem they to have, have that they have, they like have rhythm ta- issues. They have talent... But it's just not they ain't putting it together. Who's coaching them? Yeah. That may be an issue too. Right. Yeah. He can't gel these guys to where they use their strengths and do what they need to do. Then you move out to the south um southeast. And you know, and Miami is doing what they expected. But you no know, okay, we're looking at Miami. Actually, surprise is like even though they made the playoff last year and West um Westbrook went to the Lakers and stuff, you think they would take a little step back, but actually they went up is Washington. And Charlotte is just a young team doing what they need to do. Well, but, real, real quick on Washington. Yeah. The additions of Spencer, did we? And Montres Harrell really playing made, well because right. he's he getting minutes and he feels like he uh, can be himself. So, true. with a team with a nothing lose attitude. Right, but they're called, playing really they're playing well. Good. And then the thing is that I think the disappointment in this um, conference uh, division is um, Atlanta. Yeah. Was, it's a loaded roster. Right. But um, they're not playing. McMillan, well. they gave him that contract. It's, you know, it's full, they gave him the title as head coach instead of interim coach. I don't know. Because it yeah. seemed like did, did his, 
they heard his voice to get him to where they got him last year and didn't what? I don't see this. This is a very this is, disappointing. It's, it's underwhelming so far. Right, exactly. You want to go out west? Yeah, let's go west. You know what? Look, real quick, Orlando, I like Cole Anthony. He's kind of, he's really uh, taken off. Oh, yeah, so and Suggs far. playing well, too. Yeah, so, I mean, they're young. We don't have expectations, but no. at least you can see some potential. Exactly. Um, west, you've been right about the Jazz. Good regular season team. Yeah. They're where exactly. they should be. Exactly, and, 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 you know, and Denver has their hiccup, and Portland is pretty much a close to 500 team, and then the rest of the teams are... It's not good. Exactly. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit more. Like I said, it's our plan to have uh, Ethan. He, we, I've talked about him a couple times. He should be here next Wednesday. We'll talk a lot about Chicago. We're going to answer questions on the Bulls, Blackhawks, and all that. But then my buddy TJ, look, you'll see him, Minnesota fan. He'll be here with, with us in two weeks. He is going to help us break down what's going on in Minnesota. But the Timberwolves is one of the teams I picked to be better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, still, still at the bottom. So with you a, figure with a young Oklahoma City team, team that's really right there with them. So to be. yeah, very young. Need to get to where they need to go. Portland is what you thought Portland would team. be. Five hundred team. Yep. And Denver, of course. Um, yeah, injuries. Some injuries. That, right, it's hampering them. You yeah, know. it's like one of those teams that Denver has kind of been a, a makeshift team. Like they just kind of make things work. But at some point, you need your guys out there. So right, exactly. Hopefully, like Murray can be back sooner than later. And true. Um, like you said, we talked about Utah starting. They just, who they are, good regular season team, do what they need to do. Then when you move to the Southwest, Dallas. Is where we thought they'd be. Right. They're the cream in, of the crop Memphis, in the You had Memphis, Memphis in the second too, right? Right. Like I Memphis did. Memphis second. And then this, and it's a crapshoot in the rest yeah, of the division. The, the big surprise oh here is New Orleans. Well. As bad as they, I mean, still, with the roster they have. Zion's not played yet. Yeah, but even with the roster you have, they shouldn't be. That's a quick, quick question. A on one that. ten. One it's like our record. NBA roundup. Um, Zion is is he going to play or what's his what's his situation? I don't man? know. Like you said, he don't have a. Basketball is he line. is he one of those guys that it's like you you you, you 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 hope he don't he turn can out do something. You hope he don't turn out like to tractor Robert Tractor Trailer. Yeah. Like, you just hope he can be good, and you know when he's there, he's good, and he helps you. But when is he going to be there and help you? Right. I don't know. Right. I got him stashed on my fantasy team. I'm ready. I'm ready to put him in. But when is he ready to be put in? Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Real quick on that division. Because two two teams, I guess they're playing each other right now. Houston and Detroit. We talk about the rookies, right? We yeah. see Evan Mobley. He's kind of kind of taking a distance from the others. Right. But Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green, do you, do you feel like just... What do you what do you think about oh, both well, of those guys? I think, and I think they're both really good. I think uh, Cunningham he had injuries. He didn't like the first few games. He didn't even play. So the thing is, he I believe this is like his third, fourth game in. Okay, uh, and that's what he's just getting the rhythm. What he needs to do. And again, you got to re- remember coming from college, going to the pros is different. And then the thing is, what they're expecting out of him. You know, Mobley didn't go to Cleveland to be because they had a they had some good veterans around him. You know, Sexton just got hurt. But the thing is, with Garland, Sexton, Allen. And they got Rubio. And Rubio there. To kind of Right. And, those and then I think they, you know, Mobley has just really stepped up. But the thing is, he they wasn't like, I don't know if they were looking for him to do what he's doing. Yeah, so what you're essentially saying is, if you look at right now, Detroit and Houston, they're, they're teams that, okay, they, they have Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green respectively, but around them is like, it's a wasteland. In some aspects. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I think Like Detroit, Christian Wood, no, right? He's, no, Detroit got good, Bay. You know, they got some good got, talent. But they it got, just needs to be – It's, it's It needs to time. be developed. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's like – I think they both have some talented people around them, young, but they just need to get to where they need to be. I mean, I think Houston need to ship out some of those 
older veterans. That's not like Eric Gordon. Right. Like, they're not helping you. No. This isn't 2018 anymore. Correct. <laughs> he ain't a role player. He needs to be yeah. a leader. Feel so. it. Okay. And then we think Pacific hey, Division. Pacific Division. Just like I said. I told yeah. people, hey. Golden State, 9-1. 9-1. And 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 James Wiseman hasn't even played yet. Exactly. And the thing is, you know. And Clay Thompson hasn't even played yet. Correct. And you got Steph going 50 points the other night. Come on. Baller. Yeah, he's right now, he's lead for MVP. Don't getting back. I mean, this is a team because during a division, like, you know, man, the L.A. teams are 500, you know, a little over 500. It's like old men. Do you, do you feel that? It's too many old people. In the Lakers are just old, man. They're old. And, and, and it's, it's just a disjointed really, group of and, parts. And, and LeBron, I'm like, he's injured a lot. You, you can start seeing, he like, break down. he's breaking down. Man. He's breaking down. Now, I have, you have to say, KD may be the best person in the universe. Right now, yeah. Right. Because yeah, you, we, but I mean, LeBron's, had, LeBron's exceeded expectations. But right. at some point. It had to break down. Right. And it, you can just see the, what, what doesn't help is that the. The roster around him is all his buddies, like all contemporary old pastor prime, right. washed up guys. Right. Like we went into the season, like a lot of people, oh, this team's bound to win a title. I don't think so. No, it's just it just doesn't too work. Old. Like they, they can't. And, and the they young can't. guys they do have, right? Who, who like Malik well, Monk, right? They, they're not really. Yeah, no, they never came out to be what everybody expected when they, these guys were drafted by their original teams. So, right. And then you think. um yeah, man. Then you just look at. It. I mean, just all the teams are now. Is um, Kawhi is he ever going to play again? I don't Does think he, he care to play again. No, no, I don't think so. I didn't think. My he, thing is, is there's it, no urgency for him to come back. Do you feel? Just the last thing we're going to talk about with Kawhi. It's like you would have said from a basketball standpoint, if he would have stayed in Toronto, they they keep that team together a little longer. Yeah, and he could have made went a couple out more way. championships. Correct. But my thing is, when he went to the Clippers and they, the way they lost in the bubble. And then he got hurt last year. So you just feel like... Right. And they really should have got beat by Dallas. You know, while he was healthy. Right. So you just don't see like... And his best days are... You got to say his best days are behind him. Right. You just got an injury like that at 30. Yeah. So... One other thing we can't forget is Phoenix. Exactly. Don't hang in there. Aiton's been in and out. But the thing is, I think they did that run last year to the um, championship, but I I think that was their one and done. It was their one and done. Right. That was our NBA roundup. And I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, I want you guys to do how you live in on the NBA. You know what we did last week? That was fun, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to do that maybe one more time with the NFL. We'll see. But we're going to do that with the NBA. Don't you Don't you worry. But, but the halfway point ain't here yet. We'll probably do that at the, at the All-Star break. Okay. Uh, but we just want to do a little roundup, see what's going on. Hope you enjoyed it. But now we're going to shift into football. We're going to start with college football. Then we're going to shift over to the NFL. And uh, we're going to break down everything that's going on. But uh, NCAA football, we're going to talk about yeah. um, the matchups that stood out to us from last week, the matchups we're looking forward to this week, and the thoughts on the updated rankings. Okay. What do you think about it? What I think about it? So let's kick it off with the matchups from last week, Dad. What do you think about last week? Oh, well, the first, the biggest game that stood out probably was Purdue, the Purdue Spoiler Makers. Yeah, that's what we should start calling them, the Spoiler Makers. The Not the Boiler Makers, because spoiler you know what they do. Right, they spoil your season. And the thing is, hey. Michigan State, hey, wow, that that was a real surprise when they tried to come back and then they opened it back up. They gave up forty points, forty-one, forty, forty points. Yeah, it's that. Wow, I mean, whew, what's going on here? Um, speaking of also giving up a lot of points, Wake Forest, yeah, they were undefeated, top ten, 
58 points? 58 points. Wow. Now, we scored 55, but he gave a 58. And went in overtime. No. It was in regulation. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, they were up going into the third quarter. Yeah. Going into the fourth quarter, I mean. Uh, Yeah. Let's... Exactly that. And yeah, I thought I thought when I seen that score, man, I was like, is that right? Because I was, I know they were up at least two touchdowns, and they were like, up forty five to twenty seven at one point. Yeah, forty eight to thirty four at a point. At a point, but like, yeah. it's just not good. It just shows, like you just said. I, I asked that we talked about it last week. I said, if Wake Forest goes undefeated, wins the ACC. Are they going to get a chance? No. We, and this game definitely proved it. I mean. Uh, no, no offense to UNC. I mean, they they did what they had to do. But I mean, you're giving up 58 points to an unranked team. Just doesn't show uh, championship caliber caliber play. Yeah, yeah. And then the other a couple. It was hey, put it this way. Then we look at the rankings and stuff. Look at um, Georgia did what they needed to do. Um, but then Alabama played a very tight game. I mean, it's a yeah, rivalry. Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati, all teams that are in that top five six. Um, all won, but they were all close wins. Right. Which so, was the most disappointing close win? Probably Cincinnati. I'm going to say Alabama because they were at home. If this, if this in LSU, I'd say yeah. yeah like but I, I, I'm thinking it's a close call between the two teams you mentioned. Here's the thing. Here's the least. Okay, first of all, Nebraska's getting better. Right. Scott Frost, it takes a while to build that program. Yeah, it's going to take four or five years. Yeah, and he's in his fourth year. But they're, Ohio State coach Ryan Day said they're more competitive. Right. Um, now than they had been. So that was a close one. Oregon at Washington's ugly weather game. Yeah. They, they pulled it away. But I agree. I, I, I would say this one two ways. I just thought Alabama would beat LSU by more. But then Cincinnati, I definitely thought they should beat. Right. But now the thing is, though, with Alabama, like I, we mentioned the other day when we talked um, off the air, um, they lost their starting center. It makes a big difference. It's like a couple bobbles on a ball. They, and I'm an Alabama guy, you know that. But the thing is, they didn't play their best game. And I'm not going to hear and make excuses for it. Um, opportunities, I think, is the coaching. I mean, now I'm not talking about Nick. I'm talking about the offensive coordinator with Bill O'Brien and um, their defensive coordinator. They just don't – the defense just not playing where they need to be playing. I mean, like, it's just – not happening. It's like, but they can't play. The, they got to get their stuff in, act together, man. Because I think when they go play um, in a couple of weeks, they got to play. Because um, this week they got a uh, New Mexico, New Mexico State. State. You know, right. that's a you know tune up for them to play Arkansas, and then Arkansas is a team that can score. So they got to have to do something to do it like, before they get to the Iron Bowl. You know, going down to Auburn and stuff like that. I just hope they get their opportunity to play Georgia in a position to play in Georgia. You know, because if they do, I think that's just going to be a really, really good game. You know, like that. But, like I said, yeah, Alabama was up on that thing. I said, like I had, like you were asking, what what surprised you? And I had these two things. I had, of course, Purdue beating Michigan State after Michigan State beat, came back to beat Michigan. And then, like I said, Alabama-LSU, rivalry game, loses thing. Didn't play to their best ability. They had some good spark, but it was like a lot of like things um, mishandling of the ball. So no excuses like that. But like I said, Cincinnati, too. but Tulsa, they were ready for them. You know, they they, they yeah, It's just the fact I think that their running that game, game was their running game was amazing. When you're though. Cincinnati and you go to the fourth quarter and you don't score at, at all, home, 
at home, the fourth quarter is what they call the style points quarter, I yeah. would think. Because at that point, it's like, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I just have to impress that committee. Right. And they have to see that not only I won this game, but I won this game handily. Yeah. But they feel like, man, I just got a narrow win over somebody who wouldn't be in this conversation. Then they're gonna, it's going to raise doubt. So for Cincinnati going forward, I feel like they need some help, but then they also need to to win win better than they've won. Right. So let you want to do that? Let's talk rankings. Let's talk where they're at, and then let's talk about the upcoming matchups and how that impacts future rankings as as, as soon as next week. So do you like what you see, and what's just, what's the things that stand out to you? Oh, uh, the first thing that stands out to me when I look at the latest ranking is Michigan over Michigan State. Oh. What what concerns you with that? Michigan State beat them. I understand. But 12, Twelve days before they okay, they but this is I agree with you in terms of that understanding because right. the same would apply to like Oregon Ohio State right, that's and, kind of and why. they have Oregon's over right, Ohio and, and that that's been the big hot topic today. I'm gonna tell you why I think the committee lined it up like this. Tell me because they look at the two losses and they say that a Michigan loss to Michigan State is a better loss than a Michigan State loss to Purdue. And that's that's kind of what it is. Now, credit to Purdue. Like we say, we call them the spoiler makers. Now they got finally got their respect. They're ranked 19th, so they're in the mix. So it doesn't look like they're a scrub school. Right. But I just think that they say quality of loss was was, was Michigan had a higher had a better loss. <laughs> Not saying losses are good. But they had a better loss, and they, they said, listen, we don't know if these guys would happen, but they were beating the tar out of Michigan State until something happened. And they gave up the lead. And Right, yeah. Now, well, but respect is, I, I would say from a conventional way, you say, well, they definitely should be in front. Right. You, but, you had a very good point here and stuff yeah. like that. But the thing is, the committee was talking about the eye test. And then if you're going to go by the eye test and who plays who and what goes up and head-to-head, Michigan State beat Michigan. Right, and that's where I believe I, it's like two sides of the argument: the head-to-head, and then the what does your loss say? And that's what the committee probably they looked at the losses and they thought that Michigan State lost to Purdue was worse than the Michigan lost to Michigan State. So therefore, Michigan has the slightest of edge okay. on Michigan State. Now, all, I told you that we were talking. We talked about off the air, right? I said. Michigan, if they make the playoff, they owe huge things to Purdue for putting them in this position. Because had that not happened, they wouldn't have moved. Right. So now Michigan's just got to take care of their own business. Which they got, they got to go to Penn State this week. Correct. And then that's not that's the be, game. We're going to talk about that. That's that's a there's a couple of like they I got said, two games left on their schedule that, that really really count. Right. They got to beat. Because here's the thing. They got to beat. Penn State in Penn State, then they got to beat Ohio State. Correct. So with the, the committee is banking on Michigan to win in Penn State. Right. Because they, they're they going to have to eat crow if, if Michigan loses to Penn State. Right. For this week. Right, because they'll go out of the top ten if they lose. Yeah, they lose to Penn State, either out of the top ten. Right. Because that would be a, because we're talking about a Penn State State team that had some ugly losses. Right. And then they're going to have to hope, hope Ohio State beat Michigan, because if Ohio State loses to Michigan after Michigan loses to Penn State, we got a problem in the Big Ten. Right, right. That's not a guarantee. No. I can see Purdue going in there and spoiling another season. Right. So, and here's the thing. Look at Ohio State. They got a gauntlet of a finish. You got to go Purdue this week, 
then you host Michigan State and you go to Michigan. Right. So no guarantee they're they're going to come out clean. Now, right. And sweep, I, can, I can actually sweep see, the leg here I and can they're all, in. Man. I can see all three of these teams having two losses. That helps Alabama and other Cincinnati. That that helps other everybody else. If but, you're everybody else and you're not if you're not one of three schools, Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State, right? If all say all the three three of those teams have two losses just like you said, that helps a lot of these other teams. The main team it helps Cincinnati. It helps because, Cincinnati. It helps Oklahoma. Right. It helps I don't think Notre Dame and Oklahoma State are getting in. I, the only way Oklahoma State gets to this thing is that they gotta they gotta run the table. Right. And, and but it, the thing is with Notre Dame the Notre Dame is a team that they, they travel well. They, they bring their fans no matter where they go. And the thing is, in the committee, hey, it's all about money a lot of times. It's all about money. So if you had a choice between Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, you know what you're doing. You're taking Notre Dame. Even, yeah. Even though even though they're not going to be a conference champion. Right. And the thing is... But they can't what, take what Notre ha- Dame What, what has happened to Notre Dame in the last three Final Fours they got in? They got blown out. Right, so... So why do you want to put them in there again? It's not good. It's just like, come on. This is, let's get some new blood. I mean, I mean, like, a two-loss Alabama team is better than the, all the other teams behind them at this point in time. Fact. Now, the way we have this broken down on our sheet, right, We you, you see the gold box is the teams that are currently in. The silver box, they're almost in. They're in that 5-6 spot. They're like the next ones to be in should something happen to the top four. And you get that close to being in. Those are the teams that are like right there in case something breaks in their favor. But then you have that out on the outside looking in. That's the top 25. Still top 25 class teams. They're going to get a good bowl. Do you see any of those teams in the like 11 through 25 making any moves into the top 10? Yeah. The teams I see with the possibility, um, you got um, Oklahoma playing Baylor this week. Yeah. And they have they can jump. Into that point, and you got Texas A and M if they run, but Texas A and M got a hard game against Ole Miss, so I can see Ole Miss winning that game. So that would knock them out. I'm th- I'm thinking one of those two teams, the winner, has yeah. has a chance to move into the top ten. Right, or um, and don't forget Ole Miss. Ole Miss, if Ole Miss runs the table, because they already played Alabama. If Ole Miss runs the table. They can be ten and two. Correct. I, I think the team that has the most to gain to get into the top ten. You're saying. I'm correct. not saying. I, I, I'm not saying Ole Miss getting into. You know. No, I just say correct. But into the top ten, I definitely see Ole Miss according to what you just said there. But Texas A&M, I see that they they need a couple things. They they need to win this week, and they need to hope that Alabama loses to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. That would put them in the SEC title game. Right. And then you'd have um, them having a chance to, 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 to do something. I mean, just just not saying this would happen. But say A&M didn't, doesn't lose again, including a win against Ole Miss and a win against Georgia in the SEC title game. What does that do for their uh, for their stakes? We're talking like small percentage. but Right. Well, and, and then if the committee looks at injuries and stuff like that and had lost their starting quarterback when they um, lost their first, you know, like those two games in the SEC. That would be an interesting thing. Yeah, because I, I if you're, think, I still don't think a two-loss SEC title winner. Right. Ooh, I that's still a think. Close first call. of all, Georgia still gets in. So that's that's, that's that's the thing. Georgia still gets in, even if they go down to three or four. Right. They still get in. No, I I don't see um, Texas A&M jumping six teams. No, it's it's yeah. They're the only team that I look in this 
top 25, like the 11 through 25, that I think has any chance of moving. And then, like I said, Ole Miss. Yeah. Could, but yeah, yeah. everybody else, I just and say they play, that. Like I said, they're playing this weekend. The loser's done. Loser's done. The, the winner of that game is the only team outside the top 10 that can jump into the top six or seven teams. Because you got to remember, Texas A&M was number five in the country at the start of the season. Right. So. Exactly. So, Michigan and Penn State, what do you see? Penn State winning. I see Michigan. I'm going I'm to be a believer. You want to be a believer. I'm going to be going. a believer. I if, think Penn State wins that game. Wow. All right. We'll see. Um, Purdue at Ohio State. Still think Ohio State has the talent to win that game. And after especially seeing what Purdue did with Iowa and Michigan State, I think they come more prepared for that game. Yeah, I just think that, like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. We've right. seen the tape on what Purdue can do, and I think they're going to play well. I don't think they're going to come in here and just lay down. Right. But I just think Ohio State knows the stakes, and this is the first of three very important games. Mm-hmm. I think they get it done. And I tell you there, and there's a couple other games that we'll keep our eye on. Well, I'm going to run through mine, and then you, you okay, tell me a few it. you got. Georgia at Tennessee. Yeah. That's a trap fine. game. Exactly. Because Tennessee – that's plays fine. good. Exactly. And they're playing, and they're playing well. at home. And yeah. Georgia is showing a little offensive, uh, you know, they, we know the, what they are defensively. But offensively, they haven't had a dominant game. So we're right. saying offensively. So it could be a trap game. I see. I could see. I wouldn't be surprised Tennessee wins this. Right. I, but Georgia, but I, I, I think Georgia will edge it. Right. Georgia is on a mission. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Ooh. I, I, I mentioned that game earlier. Texas A&M better be ready to score because Mrs. Ole Miss is scoring. So that's where it's going to come down to. Can they score enough points? Do you think they will? Mm. I see Ole Miss winning this game. I do too. Yeah. I just I think it's going to be a, a close game, but a, a close scoring game. Yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, Ole Miss, Miss takes this one at home. Notre Dame at Virginia. Oh, that's no game. Virginia's terrible. Six and three. Is that terrible? Yeah, they're terrible. In a weak conference, six and three. So just no chance. No. no but you know what? No. You know, I'm going to go Notre Dame. You know why I'm going to go Notre Dame? Not for Notre Dame's sake. Right. I'm going this for Cincinnati's sake. Because right. if Virginia wins, that that hurts Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And we don't want Cincinnati to be hurt. So, right. you know, Oklahoma at Baylor. Ooh, very good game. I, I had that on my radar. I think Oklahoma is better than what people think. I'm thinking Baylor's getting this done, man. Yeah, I like to see Baylor win because I think that this is where the fire burns. Yeah, and uh, I think Baylor at home, it's going to be close, but I just see that uh, they'll they'll do enough. Okay. So any any of the games that you look Uh, at, Mississippi Mississippi State at Auburn, I think that's another game. Auburn, they'll bounce back. What do you got next? Um, Okay, I that should be a close game. Hey, I think another tight game is going to be Minnesota Iowa. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, what do you see? Um, I see Iowa win just because it's in Where's the game being played? Iowa. That's sure. Only, yeah, yeah, that's the only reason. So, um, even though Purdue went in there and smacked them, yeah, you don't think Minnesota's going to do that? No. No. Any other games of like significance? Oh well, well we we look at it, but on the West Coast, you think San Diego State at Nevada should be a very good game, but I see San Diego State pulling that out. Yeah, I agree. UTEP going undefeated? Um, it like based on who they play, right? Based on the play, you got to see the end of their schedule. So, and do um, Wake Forest bounce back after their first loss against NC State? 
Not if they not if they give up uh, another uh, fifty eight points. <laughs> exactly right. I can see um, NC State winning that game. I'm going to go awake and a bounce back. Okay, sounds good. All right. Well, there you have it for all the week eleven games. We hope you enjoy them, and we will keep you posted on what happens next week. But then we're going to shift to the NFL and uh, talk about the games that have happened and talk about the games that are coming. But before we do that, we're just going to just ask a, just a, a question that's been kind of going on. Obviously, we'll talk about the game in a second, but you know that Odell Beckham Jr. has been released from the Cleveland Browns, and he is seeking a new team to play on. Right, Which team do you uh, think he's going to sign with? Oh, yeah, well, he's got a short list right now. Kansas City, L.A. Rams, and the Green Bay Packers. Now, it's the debate, which one do we fit in better with? And everybody's the main guys you hear on the radio and everything like that. They're talking about you know Kansas City and um, the Rams and stuff like that. Um, what is Beckham looking for? Is he looking to be the second guy? Or, or is he willing to be the third or fourth guy? Um, I think he has the better chance if he goes to a Green Bay that he can be the second guy behind Devontae. Um, and I think, um, you know, everybody else will fit in and do what they need to do to get the job done. But do Green Bay go actually go out to do those kind of things? And then the late, late running in this stuff is Belichick, which said he would love to have Odell with him and stuff like that. Is that, is that a good fit for him, you know? I don't think they're really too happy with their receivers right now. They have um, the one young um, Kobe... Who's the receiver for Jacoby Myers? Yeah, he 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 got the hands. He, right now, he's the number one receiver at this point in time. But I don't think he's a true number one. So I think Odell would, it would fit in good if he's willing to go there. But the thing is, Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken, hosts Christmas weekend. I think they host the Cleveland Browns. So that would be interesting if he goes there. Kansas City. He goes to Kansas City. He's the third guy. He's definitely going to sit behind. Oh, the third like guy to option. catch balls. Right, he's going to be yeah. behind Kelsey and, and Hill. Hill. So that was something he has to consider. And if he goes, like I said, to the Rams, he's behind Cooper Cup and Woods. So is he willing to do that? So and then plus they use Tyler Higby. Yeah, the tight end quite often. So he 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 there he could be the fourth option. And for some reason, since Jackson decided to walk out of there. Why would, yeah, the, the, why would he come in? Here's a t- you know one team that no one talks about like that I think he could actually really help is the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Because I mean, outside of Hollywood Brown, I mean, they don't have anybody catching. And they're, they're first in the... Uh, Bateman just got back. Yeah, I'm just saying that like, right. he, he would could. go there and definitely get the ball. And then it would be playing against with a rival. Exactly. Yeah. So you have another way to... Yeah, that's the way to look at it. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, but it's his choice now since he... There's a couple of different factors. It's like everyone makes sense. Like, in terms of best coach, Belichick, opportunity there. But you wonder, like, can Mac Jones get in the ball? I believe he can. Lifestyle, Los Angeles, L.A. But not just the Rams, the Chargers, right? I mean, granted, they have a lot of guys he throw the ball to, but Herbert is... He He throws the ball. Right. And so that could work. In terms of just competitive... Pedigree, it's definitely Chiefs and Packers because I think they, they offer the best opportunity to get volume plus wins. Right. The one that I heard is Saints yeah, because he's from there, like New Orleans area. Yeah. But my thing is, like, their quarterback situation is very sketchy. Right. But if, so if he wants to play for the best quarterback at this point in time, they can get him the ball. he got to go with Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that's where it'll land? I think they have a good shot there. It all depends on the management of them. I'm asking you a direct question. Where do you think, like, if you got to guess, because 
maybe by the time we record next week, he'll have he, made a decision. What do you think decision you think he's going to make? Kansas City. I'm going to go Green Bay because I just think it's a weird year for them, an outlier right. year, and I just think like oh, if I'm Odell, I'm I going think to, I'm going, I'm going to Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, because I think that offers if him. I lose my decision best. because you look at Kansas City, something's just not jailing. Sure. If if I want a sure situation, I'm Odell, and I'm trying to. Up right, my and it's not and like stuff. you have to stay in Green. If it's just like a, a rental thing, a one year, two year. Correct. Thing. It's just the rest of the year, it, right? And then see how it goes. See but how, you see have if Aaron comes back, right? Because you know Aaron Rodgers coming back, there he's going to get through yeah. all this uh, protocol situation. Right. He's not out for the season, right? So I, I just think that's your best bet, right? I totally. Agree. So you go in Kansas City. I'm going to Green Bay, and, and I'm we'll see. Green Bay is my second choice. Second choice. My second choice in a weird way is New Orleans. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll see how that goes. But um, let's talk the games. Okay. Jets, Colts. Oh, Colts dominated. Right. The score is not indicative of what really happened. Right, exactly. Late I don't score. like games like that. Late I'm just going to take a quick. Yeah, when I see 45 to 30, man, you got beat. Right. Don't put up 30 and, and disguise it like you're yeah. better than than what actually happened. Right. Well, it But happened, yeah. it happens a lot in football. Yeah. Browns, Bengals. Big surprise. Why? Because the score. They didn't show up. Was it the, the was Bengals it the didn't show up? Let me give credit where credit is due, and not take back. The Browns showed up because I've been seeing, and this is what I try to say because I'm so impressed by Baker Mayfield this past week. He handled the post game. He handled the game like a pro. He handled the post game situation like a pro because he didn't take no shots. He was very respectful, and the thing that he said was just like, "We have to get back to doing what we do." And what you saw this past week, that's the real Browns. That's the Browns that finished the season. That nothing against Odell, but like it was a distraction. And they just need no, they need to be a run the ball and make a few throws right. and great defense team. And that's what you saw. Right. Yeah, well, no, I think this I don't think nothing about Baker Mayfield did anything great. That was Nick Chubb. I understand that. But what I'm trying to say is I agree. But leadership. I think Baker is a very good leader for this team. That's your opinion, not mine. Okay, that's fair. We don't have to agree on everything. I'm just saying that, like, a lot of teams would have went into the tank. They showed up. Yeah. yeah. On all sides of the I just think it was a weird week for everybody. Right. Now, if you go down this whole list. I will also say, what is going on with Cincinnati? Did something about that loss to the Jets change what they're doing? Yes. It's like like in their heads. It exposed them. Right, because they went from potentially they win these two weeks, they're number one in the AFC. Even right. if they win this pass or, or the the game against the Jets, they're still in the fold. They're on the outside looking in. Right, exactly. They're in trouble. They are in trouble. Yeah, believe this bye week will help them. Exactly that. They got to get back to the drawing board and figure it out. Okay. Another surprise this past week: Broncos Cowboys. Thirty to nothing. So those two garbage touchdowns at the end for thirty Dallas. to sixteen is not the real score. No, the real score nothing. is thirty to nothing. When the Broncos, when it, when the game was decided. It was thirty to nothing. Correct. And then you can go ahead and put up in your Dallas. garbage fantasy. In stats. Dallas. In Dallas. Yeah. It wasn't competitive. Right. Nope. Um, Texans, Dolphins. Ugly game, but Ugly a game, game that you said the Dolphins had to have. Right. It was more important for them in Brian Flores. Correct. Now two is hurt, man. It's turning into a theme. I hope the guy can be oh, healthy. Yeah, something. Yeah, but he'll be back. I don't know if he's going to be back this week or next week. But he, when he does come back, because if you look at his stats, the last few games he he played well. Correct. Falcons, Saints. Surprise. You know what I was surprised by? No, tell me what you were surprised injury. by, I'll tell you what I was surprised by. I was surprised that Atlanta could actually come back. This is what I was surprised by. That Atlanta had a big lead and yeah. do what they always do, blow, blow it, it. Right. But found a way. To win. To come down and get the game-winning field goal. Yeah. 
Because when New Orleans went up, I was like, oh, here we go again. Right. But they but changed the tune. Peyton. Oh, man. Sean Peyton. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing that game. It was interesting. Not a good loss for them after a big win against the Bucks. Right. Exactly. And they almost gave that game away, too. I know. With the end of the game, instead of like running the clock down and giving Brady time to you know, so, play. So, really go at it. So, that was weird. Okay. But um, Raiders Giants. You called that? Yeah. Because Raiders just struggle on the East Coast, man. Right. I thought not, the talent. Not just I that the they struggle on the East Coast. They had won that big game, the first game after Gruden was gone. They won two. Yeah. And then they was yeah, I think they, they were too pumped. They beat the Broncos. Right. And then they beat the Eagles. Yeah. And then lost this one. Right. Not a good loss, but is what it is. And good for the Giants. They're, they're, they're fighting. Yeah. Um, Patriots at Panthers. Belichick effectively ends Sam Darnold's career. Or at least for this year. Right. Because he just, he, Belichick destroyed him. in his head. He's in his head. He destroyed yeah. him when he was with the Jets. You saw it again. Right. He just looked terrible. He looks terrible. And then he got something with his shoulder now. Now they're going to start P.J. Walker. Yeah. Ooh. They need, I guess they need to change. This is why they were in the Deshaun Watson. Where's Cam at? Uh, Where's Cam? Cam coming back? Cam coming back. People would say, yeah, Cam. I mean, if P.J. Walker just goes out and just looks like he's not an NFL quarterback this week, then you gotta, you, you got to like eat it and call Cam and just yep. have a reunion. Yep. The surprise of the week, I'm pretty sure the, you were going there. The biggest surprise. Bills at Jaguars because your favorite coach in pro football – Got his win. Urban Meyer, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to go back to college. Do you think this win is like he just bought himself some time? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because the, the owners don't realize what they have. Nothing. So, that he, yeah. I did, and Trevor did nothing. He looks terrible. I'm telling you. It, it's, the defense played great. Now, yeah, I exactly. can't forget to talk about this. This is the first time. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. On uh, Josh Allen. Sacked Josh. He shacked Josh Allen. Right. He intercepted except, Josh Allen, and he picked up a fumble from, Josh, from Allen. Josh Allen. That's the first time in NFL history that either of those things have happened from somebody with the same name. Right. To another person of the same name. Exactly. It was hilarious because I was watching, like, Red Zone and seeing a thing, and it's like when the interception happened, that was historic. Right. But then, oh, we're not done yet. Then there's the uh, – no, it was the sack first. Yeah. Then – to make, to make it even more funny, then the interception happened. Right. And then the fumble recovery. So right. it was just incredible. Yeah. And I, I, and they said just for fantasy purposes, Josh Allen, defensive player, had double the points of Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. Wow. So that's that's uh, good or bad depending on you know who's on your team. True, true. But um, anyway, like what's going on with the Bills? Six points? Six points. Is the Jags defense good or, no. or better? Or was that just the Bills are, are just Not, lost? Something's wrong with the Bills. Right, because... Earlier in After the season, they lost to the Titans, something went wrong. Right. This was a team that we was, had lived in the dream. This is a team this that is a, yeah, this is a team that many people picked to go to the Super Bowl. Right. I did I did. And I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna back down from that right, right now, but it's something's gotta change now. Right. Vikings, Ravens. Vikings don't wanna win. How many games can they blow? They had a lead. Pretty nice right. lead. Exactly. Lamar. Lamar is right now probably the MVP. Seeing that Derrick Henry uh, is yeah, unfortunately right not going to get it. Exactly, because Derrick Henry was on a historic pace. To not only break running records, but to win that MVP. When's right. the last time a running back won MVP? I think we, we said it was Adrian Peterson Adrian. back in the mid-2000s. So it doesn't. it's not going to happen often. And the more the NFL transitions, the less you're going to see it happen. Right. Man. Yeah, that was um, a big win. The Ravens did what they had to do and get a big win. Exactly. Um, Chargers at Eagles, very fun, entertaining game. That was a great game. That was just whoever had the ball last was going to win. Correct. 
and the and the Chargers actually the Eagles played way better than they expected. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Packers at Chiefs. It's kind of well, an ugly game. That was an ugly game. That was ugly. ugly. I mean, 13, 13 <laughs> to seven, and, and and Crosby missed. Two, he got he got one block and missed a field goal. That, was, that changed the game. Right. So, what do you think about Jordan Love and his performance? Eh, he looked do you kind feel of shaky. Like, do you feel like he's somebody that I just continue to keep him around and maybe he yeah. can take over? I mean, in the future, they, they need to. I think the pressure comes like all the other stuff they do. They just need to keep him around. And just let him look at and study Rodgers. Even if it's another three or four years. Just study him. Right. And we were talking a little bit about this earlier in the week. But I'd love to see the kid get an opportunity to play a home game. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm pretty sure Rodgers will be back this week. But if he's not, I think it's a close call. Right. It's a close call. It's gonna, uh, they're going to make that decision on Saturday. I, I still think that he can win with them against Seattle at home. Right. But the thing is, what I'm looking at is that, hey, let... Rodgers come back, let them cruise through the rest of the season, have the number one seed, then they can just play them. Exactly. Right. Yeah, we'll see how it uh, plays out. Hopefully he gets that opportunity. But um, Cardinals at 49ers, Colt McCoy steps up. Right. In the absence of Kyler Murray. Yeah. And, and they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins in, in San Francisco, in San who Francisco. came off a big win against Chicago. Correct. And dominated. Right. Exactly. That's what I, I, I can't say anything. I'm just kind of like Jimmy G throwing interceptions, or you know, not it's like well. what, what Jimmy G are you going to get week to week? Right now, another question is, um, I, do you think the Niners still think they're in contention for anything this year, or are no. they just playing to play? They're just playing to play right now. Then what's the situation with Trey Lance? Is he's he hurt. Gonna, oh, he's hurt. Okay, because I was wondering, like, they gonna yeah, put him out there? No, he's hurt. So that's why he ain't playing. Titans, Rams. Oh, big surprise for especially for the Rams. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, they got. They just got beat. Defense. That was exactly. Yeah, and I was going to say the defense. The, t- won that the Tennessee game. T- Tennessee Titans show that they can't yeah, play defense. They can play defense, and right. that's going to be important if they're going to be a true Super Bowl contender. Exactly. If, if their defense plays like that, right? And if Derek can come back in the last two or three weeks, right. who knows? Legend coming alongside of legend. Yeah. Adrian Peterson was back. Only ten carries for twenty-one yards, but he yeah. scored. And you know, like I said, he didn't. He hasn't played in a while. First time he's playing for something meaningful. Yeah. Because uh, I think he's on. Last time he played was Washington and Detroit, who don't play for anything meaningful. Right. So now you're playing on a contender. He's going to probably just take a little time to shake off those rust off those legs. Right. But yeah, at this point in time, they have McNichols and stuff like that doing what they need to do. Right. Because we just said they just need a committee. Right. To right. get them some yards and don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. Okay. And then finally, um, Monday night football game. Referees stole that game. They unfortunately I stole that game. I really bet bad. I thought, For the Bears, man, balls Ooh, down. They did. Yeah. And Fields actually had a come from behind win opportunity again. Man, if you're a Chicago Bears fan, be encouraged by that game. You, right. You got it stolen from the refs, but if yeah. they play like that, that that's progress. Yeah. They they took because a, if they, they play they, like they, this, they took a touchdown away, Daryl. That's crazy. He took a touchdown away, and then the, the taunting thing. The I taunting thing, that. that makes no sense. That and the referee, no it looked like the referee was waiting to do it. Not yeah. like... And he was like looking at the guy like, oh, you're... And it's, I hate to be stereotypical, because we talk about all the... He looked at this tattooed guy yeah. who looked just looked like a, like a fish out of water. Yeah. And just said, he just watched his every move and just waited for him to do something that wasn't like by the books. Yeah. And it was, it was just a bad deal. That shouldn't have never been called. And I don't think no okay. one would have said Good anything. Point. Because here's another thing. If you're going to call it, if you're going to call it, right, 
why does that mean that Pittsburgh gets a first down? My thing is if it's a turnover on downs. Right. And then if 15 yards will be enforced on the kickoff. Correct. But like it's it still doesn't mean like okay, if it was like fourth and six, a fifteen yard penalty. So it shouldn't have never been it should, it didn't affect the actual play. Right. So my thing is is if you're gonna penalize the guy, penalize him on the next drive, but they, Chicago should get the ball is what I'm Correct. saying. Right. You don't give him a fresh set of downs for something like right. that. It's clowns. terrible call, terrible call. So it's unfortunate. look into this. Exactly. Okay. So a lot of craziness this past week, week nine, a lot of things we didn't expect. So that kind of sets us up for week ten. And we're going to do a quick rundown. Ravens, Dolphins, what you got? I got the Ravens. Same. Really no right. drama. If two, especially if two was not playing. But no, Brissette's going to play. Right. So, so I, Ravens. Ravens. Falcons, Cowboys. Cowboys coming back with vengeance. I believe so, but I think the Falcons will play them close. Okay. Because after last year, they stole the game. Yeah, because we, we know the Cowboys' second halves aren't always the cleanest. Right. And the Falcons got nothing to lose. Right. So wouldn't be surprised this game's close, but I don't see the Cowboys losing two in a row. Nope. Saints, Titans. Titans. Same. I just think they're playing with purpose. They're at home. They're going to run. Derek's, uh, excuse me, AP's going to get get fresher. Yeah. Good game there. T- t- Saints got a good defense. Probably be low scoring. Titans take that. Yeah. Jaguars, Colts. Colts. Jaguars had their win. They, they'll lose probably six more, and then they'll probably beat somebody, and that's it. They'll win three games this year. Same thing. Colts are in the mix. Yeah. And I think they get this win. Right. Browns, Patriots. Ooh. I, this is one of my question mark games. I'm telling the Browns. You know what? I want the Patriots to win, but I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns, too. I think they're going to ride the momentum of last week. I think it'll be close. And it, it really depends on like Nick Chubb because they said it's a close call with his COVID thing. And this is a very important game because the loser, if you lose this game, this may be this, like this might be one of those playoff spots that you did because hit right. to hit. Correct. And I, I, I just think. So the loser of this game is in trouble. But it's Bill going against his old team at home. Don't get me wrong. I, could, I think the Pats could win this game, but I'm just picking the, the Browns. You're taking the Browns? Yeah. I'll take the Browns, too. Um, Bills at Jets. I feel bad for the Jets because Bills are going to destroy them. Yeah, I think the Bills are angry. Yeah. And I think they, you'll, they're going to take that anger out on their division rival Jets. Yep. Lions at Steelers. Steelers. Lions haven't shown us anything. Nothing. To any, any reason to believe them. Nope. And the Steelers are good enough to win this game. Right. Yeah. Buc- Buccaneers, Washington football Buc- team. Yeah. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, but can the Buccaneers coming off a bye too? Yeah, and Hanky. Right? Yeah, he, he's he, he's losing confidence. Right, because he should never be in this position. He's not a starter. He just happened to be put in that spot. Right, like he if he, if he was just your backup. He like for example, you saw what Colt McCoy did. Yeah, like that's what you want Heineke to do. Right, but you don't want him to do that every week. No, nope. because my thing is, if you keep starting Colt McCoy, that's not going to continue to happen. No, he'll lose. Right, okay. that's the difference. That's that's the that's the point of a backup quarterback. Right. Anyway, Panthers at Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, that's. Vikings at Chargers. Hardest game to pick out of all the picks. Vikings at Chargers? This is the hardest game to pick. Who are you going to go with? Chargers. Yeah, I didn't think it was hard. I think Chargers are the better team, and they're going to get the job done. Okay. Eagles at Broncos. That was the hardest game for me to pick. Who are you going with? Eagles. I'm going to go Broncos. Okay. I think the Eagles can win because I was close. I but I just they, think the Broncos. Here's a why. I looked at the weather. Yeah. I just thought it was stupid cold. That definitely favors the Broncos. It's only going to be 65 degrees. Eagles winning. They probably will, right. but I'm going to go with the Broncos taking that momentum okay. and continuing it. Seahawks at Packers. Packers. Yeah, same here. I don't care who quarterbacks for the Packers. Right. They'll win this game. Right. Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs. Man, you read my notes. No. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the one trying to catch up. Yeah. yeah, I think the Chiefs are trying to bounce back, and I think this is a, a game that steers them in that direction, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. Okay. 
yeah. then Rams at 49ers. Rams. It's a bounce back. These, a lot of these teams we're picking, at least I don't know what your theory was, but a lot of these teams are coming off of some losses that they're not happy with or wins that they're right. they're, they're like, man, we, we won, but we got to clean that up. Okay, so out of these picks, what's the difference? I think the only difference is Eagles-Broncos, right? Because I think everything else is the same. Okay. So you know what I'm going to do just, just for the heck of it? Are you going to go to the Pats? Let me, go, let me take the Pats because that's my squad at home. So we just have two games difference, and the rest is the same. But I, I firmly believe and I hope, in the like rest I said, of those And I hope wins. we win that game because I, I want the Pats to win the game. Yeah, my, my key sticking point like is the it's the, I do like the Browns. But my know, thing but is – you lived out, Bill, out there in, in – I like both Brown. teams. I like both teams. Right. But my thing is this. It's just Bill knows how to coach, and it's at home. And if you don't have Nick Chubb and they don't have Kareem – Oh, you gotta, oh he's not playing? Nick Chubb may or may not play. No, he, no, a, he can't play. It's a coin – no, he could – no, what I'm trying to say, he could test negative on time. It's just a coin toss on time. But they don't have Kareem, so you're going to go with Dearness Johnson. Which is playing really well. Yeah, you stick with your guns. You go Browns, I go okay, Pats. Can I, make, go, can, I, can I call you like at 1230 or something? No, because once this is recorded, this is the thing I learned because we had done this. Right. And, and it's just like. No, no, I'm going with the Browns. You go Browns, I go Patriots. Okay. You're going Eagles. Right. I'm going Broncos. That's our close calls. Everything else is pretty much in unison. And that's everything for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. What happens when you assume, you know. We hope you enjoy this upcoming week of games as well. And we got the next two weeks. We should have guests, so that should look different, but it should be a lot of fun. We're going to talk a little bit uh, with those guys about a lot of different things that are that are going on as well. So we hope you enjoy this week's edition of sports. Have fun. Stay safe. And we will see you next time on the Like Father, Like Son Sports Podcast. Good night for now. Good night. Thank you so much for listening today. Whether you tuned in with us through Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, we are thankful, and we would also like to invite you to connect with us. Head on over to anchor.fm forward slash likefatherlikesonsports, where you will find our social media outlets via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Until then, be well, stay safe, And we will see you next time on the Like Father, Like Son Sports Podcast.